guys welcome to another episode of the deep we haley i've been wanting to say that for a minute <laughs> i'm never gonna lie that sounds so freaking good so i guess i'm officially a podcaster now thank you thank you thank you <laughs> okay so first of all i just want to say thank you very much to everyone that gets to listen to my intro because it got so much love and plays for a first timer and it's quite overwhelming but thank you very much i think i saw it coming i saw all this love coming i mean <laughs> it's me leo queen you know <laughs> okay well now i feel the need to give you guys the content i promised the deep conversations about real life stories and today we have a guest of course i have to come in hot hot to my friend my friend that is not afraid to speak her truth her name is edna she's real pretty <laughs> she's a media entrepreneur she's a leo queen just like me we've been friends forever right from uni days and i mean when i say she's a leo queen just imagine that if you know who a leo queen is then imagine what you're getting right now like two leo queens <laughs> on one freaking podcast like oh my goodness. we're about to spill our truths out guys we're about to you know give you guys everything anyway and now i'm so happy to have you here welcome to my podcast it's a pleasure <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here and everything she said yes <laughs> period leo quinn <laughs> <laughs> so yeah today yeah we're just going to be talking about something really deep something i mean it is a very sensitive topic we're going to be talking about abuse childhood abuse we're going to be talking about psychological abuse emotional abuse physical abuse i mean I think everybody knows what abused is, but I mean, in case you don't know, I'm just going to tell you. I mean, it's just so many I means. <laughs> but just go. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. So, for those of us that don't know, I'm just trying to get comfortable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I don't. Uh, really let me just cut it there. Don't cut it. Just let's go. It's just for space. It's flowing. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> okay so for those of us that don't know abuse is child abuse is physical sexual psychological maltreatment uh that didn't sound nice mm. are you sure we should just mm -hmm. okay okay child abuse is physical sexual and or psychological maltreatment or neglect of a child or children especially by a parent or a caregiver and the hardest abuse to detect is often emotional abuse so today we're going to be sharing our stories <laughs> some real life stories about I mean, everything, abuse, everything, real life shit. Nobody wants to talk about abuse. I mean, emotional abuse, for instance, how you were treated growing up at home, toxic environment, and how it can affect your adult behaviors. We just see so many adults acting, I don't know, weird. Everybody just has this anger. You don't even know where their anger is coming from. And it's just like, where's all this resentment is coming from? And if you just take a minute, 
you just see you just realize that this this is coming from their childhood this is coming from the, the trauma they went through when mm-hmm. they were much younger that never got addressed i mean the first step is understanding it accepting it then making a conscious effort to unlearn some of the things you learned as a child like you need to be able to tell yourself like okay i know it was hard but it's time for me to just let these things go because you can't hold on to we all have our we had a fair share basically of different types i mean if you wanted to start spilling our guts out it would just be like sleep here Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's just like everyone is one way or another somehow affected by what they went through when they were younger like okay me for instance my i grew up in like a very loving home but i think my parents were working at the time so it was just like dad goes to work in the morning mom goes to work in the morning my mom was working in like some media outlets i don't know somewhere some big media outlet then then she was a newscaster at first so imagine what her life was like going from that to another screen time something consuming mm-hmm. like she was just not there okay and this is like primary school then dad always working goes to work in the morning comes back everybody's just like focused so that attention on, that do you understand like it's it's they're trying their best i mean they try to make up for it with gifts and shower you with nice things i mean i got to enjoy all of that but there was still a lot of i don't know missing pieces okay that when you just sit back you realize that if this if this thing wasn't this way if it didn't go this way maybe everything would have been different in your life i don't know does that happen to you like you just tell yourself like if this didn't happen it happens to me a lot but then at the same time i always tell myself see you should be lucky that this thing happened because it shapes you like i'm i'm one of those people like i'm extra grateful like for everything mm-hmm. the good the bad i say a lot the good the bad the ugly the worst the best i love and i appreciate and i accept them all that's what molds you that's what makes you who you are exactly. so saying oh i wish this, this didn't happen to me i wish these things have already happened they've already shaped you you can't change so, it even if there has to be any change just what like i said about the conscious efforts it's just you now as an adult telling yourself okay omo this thing i used i thought i used to know i can't just like keep doing this or keep being this way because it's toxic or it's just you like keeping yourself in check and stuff but it's already pre-installed in you like this is how you are it's set and you this know is that- how it's supposed to be because of what has happened mm-hmm. so it's just you know that has to make that difference and say oh fuck whatever has happened to me and so like i was saying that whole neglect that you go through like in your childhood mm-hmm. maybe there's just not enough attention as much as it, it should be or as much as you think it should be or at least there's a level of i don't know concentration no, I, think, and, I think for me I, I would say children require a, a lot, lot of, of attention, attention yes growing up and you know the worst part of it is that the hardest abuse to detect to the de- sorry let me take that again so the hardest abuse to detect is the emotional abuse Mm -hmm. and you know this abuse they lead to lifetime trauma and it has to do with the experience panning from your childhood to your adulthood Mm -hmm. so for me growing up 
I'm sure I didn't get like so much attention from my parents. Yeah. Now I'm I'm not complaining because I had to go through a lot, but these are the things that shaped me yeah, into exactly. Yeah. These are things that shaped me into yeah. what I am right now. That's Trust a real me. thing, by the way. Sorry <laughs> to cut you short. That whole owning okay, whatever is happening to me, yeah, it has happened and this is me. Mm-hmm. Trust me, so many people can do it, but like exactly it's such a bold move, it's such a bold thing to do to say, Okay, I'm owning this thing, mm-hmm. this is my life, this is my story, this is what happened. This is me. This is what defines me. Like this person I am today. This is part of the story. This is part of why I am this person. Like it's so hard to do. It's very difficult. It's let's really, not, really difficult. Let's not forget that there are so many people that go through this trauma and then yeah, it ends them. It destroys them. It really does. Like broken, broken, broken down. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. Like th- this is like something nobody really wants to say like okay let me not make my mom feel bad let me not make my dad feel bad let Mm -hmm. me not make them feel like they didn't do a good job i mean i'm grateful they did a very good job raising me so i don't want to come and sound like oh i'm not happy Mm -hmm. about how i was raised or something so this is what makes a lot of people just like hold back then they just have so much hate in their hearts Honestly. and they just go about like spewing it like they just come meet you and you just meet one guy that is just like slamming this car at you and you're just like why like people are so angry then then one day you just hear him say his dad never showed him love then you're just like oh <laughs> no, no that's this makes a lot of sense but you wouldn't know like at first when you meet people like okay this person might be the way. like i just tell people sometimes understand why your friends act the way they do and understand why your your lovers act the way they do i mean and just be kind because you might meet someone you get like you need to going through stuff <laughs> and they can't explain some people just so. even want to speak out they don't even have the opportunity to say oh this is what i'm going through mm-hmm. like that's the trauma there and like how, it's just hanging over their heads and how nigeria is wired Everybody has gone through stuff. And they expect you to just take it. Exactly. They expect you. Uh-uh, you're not the first now. Would you be the first? You won't be the first. You won't be the last. I mean, um, my dad and my mom, they had their differences. So my mom had to leave when I was two. Imagine wow, it. Wow, that's really if, young. You understand? Imagine yeah. I was two years old and my mom left. So I was practically raised by my dad and mm. his brothers. Mm. So now I'm going to commend my uncles because they did a great, a great job raising me. <laughs> Sorry, I had to open my drink. I can't even come and stress. Okay, so continue, my love. <laughs> yeah, like I was, <laughs> I was saying, my dad practically raised me, my dad and his brothers. And I think my, I don't think my uncles did a great job raising me because they protected me with their life. I, I, I can't even remember so many instances where they had to confront guys that were stepping. <laughs> I just think she talked like facing. Okay, <laughs> where does that from now? On? Just continue my verse. Continue your juice. Don't worry. So, I, like I said, I was going. I'm going to commend my uncles because they, they did a great job raising me. They protected me and. I, I can remember so many times where they had to confront whoever it is that's stepping stepping their boundaries. Their boundaries like, yeah. Exactly. So they did a great job. My dad was not even always around because of work. He had to travel. Yeah. So imagine that neglect from the people that gave birth to me. Mm-hmm. My mom wasn't there. My dad wasn't Busy. always around. The times where he show up, he shows me that he loves me. Yeah, I feel very loved. Exactly. Yes. I feel very loved, but it doesn't it, Take, it doesn't change what has already happened like 
you know, have to be here exactly <laughs> exactly i swear i can't relate hundreds so when i so when i was eight yeah my dad was advised to remarry Mm. So there's that maternal figure to take yeah, care of the, the child, girl child yeah. and we all know that the role of a stepmom is not it's, it's not, not the best. You understand, mm. especially in Africa. Exactly, around the world. I don't think it has anything to do with Africa. It's not. It's, it's not like, the best role at all. <laughs> it's difficult. And I had my experience, really bad experience. That's there were crazy. times where there were times where they had family meetings. My uncles and my stepmom. They had so many meetings. Sometimes my punishment for doing something wrong will be to scrape my hair. Ah, like, I'm telling you, that one is intense, like cut off all my hair. What the probably fuck? Probably she she's of the opinion that probably it's the hair that's making that's me... making you feel like a fine. See, no matter what they do to a fine girl, a fine girl is a fine girl. They don't know. <laughs> Even if you scrape your hair, Honestly. take everything off. If you're pretty. You're... I understand why any stepmom would be threatened by this beauty. Very ugly. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's not hurt her. I feelings. don't think. I don't but, think. But like honestly, yeah. Yeah, and at the time she had not. Oh, she had no. not. At the time she had not given birth yet, so yeah. I could. I could imagine her grievances. So Ooh. many ugly. So I was practically the only child of my dad. Yeah. So many ugly experiences I had that I would even love to share, but it was ugly. It wasn't funny. Like beating me to stupor and stuff <laughs> like that like all those um nollywood movies Ex- like they're, they're, act- they're actually real i know they are real those now. things what are actually saying? real i mean so now going forward i got funny thing when i tell people about my stepmom and the maltreatment that i get from my stepmom some people say ah some some mothers do the same thing to their children it doesn't change the fact that it is abuse and it is not right do you understand why are they even like justifying your parents physically hurting you it, it, it's not right it doesn't like, make it like right. i have i have one story that 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 just sticks out so much when it comes to physical abuse i mean if we're born in the 90s maybe like middle 90s late 90s whatever 90s you were born i'm sure they were still flogging by then so like if you do anything that's that's what they'll do they'll just whip you like instantly there's no sitting you down maybe some people had that privilege but like it was mostly that beating like if you I do mean, you the can... smallest thing, you will be beaten like crazy, like, like literally flogged, like you are a thief, like mm-hmm. you stole. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have can... one very very strong memory okay. of my dad beating me. Like I'm sure there are so many sweet memories, but like that one stands out so much because like I think he really scarred me. Do you get? Like, so I go. I was in. I was in a school that I had like day and boarding school, and apparently so many people would always want you to bring stuff for, for them from home if you live around your area so i mean there's this girl she used to live on the streets or off my streets rather and she just told me her brother wants to send her some food stuff or something i don't know provision something i should just help her pick up whatever groceries they bought for her and i'm like okay sure i'll do that tomorrow i'll bring them for you and she gave me a number to call i called the number the guy's like okay come to the house gates and pick it up then i strolled to this house gate <laughs> and there i am with the tall guy the girl's big bro that's bringing the bag that the, their parents had parked and he was just tr- trying to hand it over to me and next thing i see my dad's car just passing and i'm like oh my dad is back i have to go but apparently he already saw me 
on that street mm-hmm. off our street mm-hmm. and he drove to the house he parked the car he walked back on his feet mm. to that gate where i was still standing and he's there shouting from the junction of the street this is someone that already all the boys are like your dad is like in the force he's like going to kill us going to shoot us so like everybody's scared and he looks like really tough and stuff like mm-hmm. bearded and so like black tall man just with beards just like he scares everyone already so this guy sees him walking the guy starts to like running and lock the gate and me too i freak out i'm like okay why is he walking towards me angrily and shouting from the junction of the street mm-hmm. and i get scared and i'm just like shifting back with the bag in my hand and i had to drop the bag in front of the gate so i could run my goodness like i the bag of whatever they gave me just i just threw it on the floor in front of the gates then i started running backwards and he was like come here and i'm just like god are they really going to flog me what did i do <laughs> <laughs> do you understand yeah then he took off his shoes and he threw his shoes at me where i was standing and like mad why <laughs> what did i do i mean you can't discipline your wait he now said his anger was, I saw his car drive by and I didn't come immediately to say, oh, daddy, welcome. And I stood there and what? <laughs> I was talking to a man. My goodness. I was a fucking child. I was like in SS1. I mean, I was probably doing some little bad things, but I mean, I was not doing anything bad at that, that moment. Yeah, yeah, I was just like running errands. for. Almost he's not yet that one who was beating me from the road. Like anything is on the road, you just carry a size and see. Then there's this lady that was like doing some roadside food. That woman came and blocked him on the road. I was like, Oh god, no kill him, don't do. Can you uh-uh. imagine? I'm telling you, the woman I saw was even she's roast corn or some random roadside food. She was the one that came to my rescue. Then he didn't end it there. <laughs> when I got into the house, he told me to stand in the compound. Like I didn't enter into the main house, I was outside front of entrance. Then he started questioning, like some proper detective. So what are you doing there? Who's so, that guy? So so what <laughs> are you doing there first? Not even who is the guy. Mm. What are you doing there? <laughs> I'm like, sir, what are you doing there? I'm like, I went to call him for what your friend part? And I'm just like, okay. Why are they beating me right now? Like it doesn't make any sense. Like, what did I do? Like, what did I do? Like I know it's something small, and, and, it's more and I got beaten when, a lot of times. But like more, this one really stuck. It's more painful when you you're, you, you not do anything. Do anything. Yeah. That's what I keep saying like that one probably just stuck because what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> if I was talking to my boyfriend, not just my small small boyfriends, it's different. But now it's just like I'm here, and you're flogging me for nothing. For nothing. Then it was so much flogging, like do you know someone jumped into our fence, like someone jumped in through the fence. A man, our neighbor, a man, like full grown adult man, he jumped in to stop them from flogging me. My goodness. Like people was people bad. were outside shouting, Oh god, no kill him. Remember saying that you're picking tomorrow they like why are you trying to kill me? And you can't expect remorse from someone that didn't do anything. And that's all he wanted to see that night, according to him. Jigger, mm-hmm. you wanted to see me saying I'm sorry, like I was doing something bad, so they caught me, so I should be sorry. But then I'm just like, so it's annoying me because I'm not doing anything. anything yeah. And like, I've always been stubborn like this. Like, you cannot come and tell me to go and 
see they, they did meetings they're like you're too small to be that stubborn go and tell him you are sorry whether he did it or not i'm like i will not start my life on that on that note of going to say oh i'm sorry even though i did not do it that will never be me if i not do it i not do it come and tell me you know i held on to that thing this i will not say sorry uh-uh. i stayed for like a week no no words we just do the money devotion everybody just go to school come back i was not even telling him to how will i get to school i was just doing my own thing how one week this is like ss1 i don't know how old i was but like literally ss1 and all these things happened and one week later because then my mom was absent Imagine if my mom was there. That wouldn't have happened. I mean, she would not let him beat me that deeply. She would probably just come and say, uh-uh, what did she do that is bad? Calm down. She not do anything. That's her friend. She went to school. She told me. Mothers will always come out they and like, always, try to. And that's the kind of mom I have. Like, she's down, down, down for anything. Just like, be real and honest with her. She's going to have your back. All my friends know. Like, my mom is like, she has your... Even tell her, hello, mom, I'm going to the US tomorrow morning. She has your back. She will cover for you. She has to cover anything. So like she wasn't there and like it was really really felt the absence was felt like that moment with that flogging i told her i would never apologize she went to tell him that i said i would never apologize because i'm not doing anything that he should apologize like that's like the most mature thing they had ever done as a couple as far as i'm concerned because like he literally called me that so what really happened that night this is after one full week of me being sad and being like like it fucked with my hair like i was angry because why did they beat me that much that the whole street now knows that i was beaten like people had to jump into the that was just too deep like he literally was using anything and everything and just hitting me like everybody was crying in my family except me like all my siblings were literally crying i cannot forget this memory like they were crying by the window like i'm just like calm down like this should just stalk just that one thing just like why is this thing sticking if she was there they would not love me like that number one it's not her fault she was like doing her masters or something so she had to be in school at that time so it's understandable but like maybe she was already grown and i'll figure it out but i really wasn't grown honestly mm-hmm. it's just like this things even force you to grow up real fast real fast these are yeah. even the things that affect you now when you're grown because they're just like oh why are you so serious i so mature you don't even ask your age, you just, you're an old soul, you're just like, don't worry, you see, this is like, I've had like 20 lives or more already. Truth <laughs> is, parents, parents and guardians, they need to do better, you can discipline I your, will try my best. You can discipline your child, you can discipline your child thoughtfully, like, you don't need to go overboard, stone them with, with whatever. There are some parents that even cut, go as far as cutting their children. Yes, like, I see parents with this online. Yeah, like, like, it's crazy. Oh, you, what kind you of discipline do you think you're trying you to use an iron your child to burn your child? To prove like, what? These are lifetime things that are going to stick. Do you get? This is a sticking, like, they don't just come and go. So, moving back to my story. Yes, yeah, my love, so sorry. I, <laughs> I had the chance to meet my biological mom again, like, when I was 16. Okay. And it was the most beautiful vacation ever. The most beautiful long vacation. And we talked about a lot of things. We even talked into the night. Wow. She told me her own side of the story. Of course, I, I have to just one leg here one leg there because yeah. my daddy has a story my mom has, has her, her own, own story, story. <laughs> so we even planned on me we planned on me schooling in the state where she was based yeah and guess what i got the admission but she died oh my god so now that channel for love is closed forever <laughs> you understand 
and now years later yeah my dad died it's not funny <laughs> it's not funny because i know what i went through like yeah. i went I, th- I went through a lot i know how many times i needed people i trusted to be there for me and yeah. they weren't and now as an adult i can't let anyone go because i'm used to people feel like you being lost honestly like i'm used to like the most important ones just left already so like anybody can go like go if you want to go i i I, I don't think i hold on to anybody so tight Mm. and (laughs) yeah right but i need somebody hold on to real tight don't even come here and lie on this podcast the truth is the truth is you're holding someone (laughs) shut up let's go back there it's somebody you're holding but what i'm trying to say is yeah it's difficult for me to trust that you won't leave yeah Although I I just try to keep my fingers crossed. Okay, for for the time being you're here, so I respect the fact that you're here. Yeah. But important people have already left me. Like they've gone. So <laughs> if you want to gone. go, Otila. Otila. <laughs> so if you want yeah. to go, I will understand. But, but yeah, this is the trauma now that we're even trying exactly. to talk about. Exactly. Like, this is the mindset that we now exactly. have. Exactly. If you like, want like, to go, I understand. It's no problem. Why are you always acting like so cold-hearted? I'm just like, I'm not even trying to be cold-hearted. It's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is my reality. This is how I have to be to survive because it's either this or that. And like, I never had the opportunity to be that. So I just have to be this. The truth is, these traumas, yeah, they make the child feel small. You know, sometimes. And unloved. And they grow up into adults that crave love. So they look for it in, in everything. Wrong and, wrong, and they will settle for anything they get. Exactly. That's why I see some people in abusive relationships. Like physical Thank abuse. You. Physically, do you understand? They're they beating you and you're dead. And you're dead. For love. You know you can He loves it. me. Oh, He's beating God. you, but he loves like. me. <laughs> they will get cheated on, played on, abused again. Eh? So it's almost like a replay of what of they whatever. Really yeah, exactly. They are used to it already. Thank you. Yeah, and then you three. then you hear stuff like why is my life like this why is my life different and so we we have to we actually have to be grateful for mental strength because yeah. this same thing this same trauma has led some people into chronic depression and even suicide trust me some people stay depressed all their lives and even suicide like how can someone who looks something healthy, that happens since will still be lingering in their heart and one day they'll just say please i want to i just want to go and jump into third Milan bridge do you know, I, I feel myself. like I feel like I feel like I should talk about this. So when I was growing up, there was someone. Mm-hmm. His, he was like supposed to be like uh, I don't know. Big, bro vibe. Okay. That, that's what he was supposed to give. Okay. But then he just starts making all those advances. And you know, when you're young, I mean, so many young people w- would not want to hear this, but it's the truth. You might think you know what you're doing because you're grown now, mm-hmm. but you honestly don't know shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just felt like I was so mature, I was so grown, so I knew what I was doing. So, he just came and said a couple of bullshits, and next thing, we're just doing some very random stuff, wrong, wrong, wrong stuff. So, now I run into this person now 2022 literally and i'm just like looking and i'm like oh my god you took advantage of me i mean i was do you young. understand i was just I looking was I, was, I was just sitting there in the car and i'm just like fuck i know i thought i was smart i know i thought i was grown i know i thought i was an adult but you were a fucking baby how old is i honestly probably like 16 or something I, and i'm just looking and i'm just like you never forced me or anything but he usually manipulated me 
he knew I was I could easily be manipulated then and he literally took advantage and I'm seeing you now and I'm grown I've moved on I don't even remember you because I have like very very strong selective memory because of all these traumatic traumatizing experiences it's just like now my brain picks what it wants and this what it doesn't want like if my brain doesn't want it can happen today and I'm not remembering it tomorrow and I'm not even making this shit up people that are around me you know like fucking selective so my brain has already selected that part out and left the happy memories and the good ones so seeing this person it's just like bringing back all those memories of like 10 years ago or so and just mm-hmm. like wait i was a freaking child and this person was way older then and already knew that i was a freaking child mm-hmm. so imagine how many people get manipulated from that age and this is already what they think life is like this is what they really see yeah this is what shapes them like this mm-hmm. is really so imagine if i wasn't like someone with a strong personality that could just like do my own thing and, and i was like, just like hanging on to things that have happened that would probably be one of the very very key defining things mm-hmm. but luckily for me the whole selective memory thing just blocked it out mm-hmm. and i just moved on like from way then i don't i didn't even think about it till now this year like looking at this person I just had the shivers. I'm just like, nah. Really, you know, the, you know the fucking thing here. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to even. You're even. He's even trying to like make it look like if this was something we really, really liked so much together. You know the funny thing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, the child, you know bro. The, you know the funny thing here. Yeah. The funny thing is most of this abusers might be even thinking, oh, she's just a child. She will grow past it, eh? Knowing it's it, not knowing that it turns into like serious trauma. Sorry, let me say that again. So, most of these abusers, you know the funny thing? Most of these abusers might be thinking, oh, they're just kids. They will grow past it. And not knowing that it turns into serious traumas that lives on with them. And some of these abusers, they've even forgotten. They've forgotten what they did. Because I remember that there was one time I used to tell my stepmom, do you remember when you... Do you remember when you did this? She's like, me, no. Now she has three boys. Hey, no, that's how she, has, she has three boys for my Trust dad. Parents, she parents, you forget I what they did to yeah, Don't I, worry, finish. I was like, no, I don't remember. <laughs> me, I did that. It's crazy. Mm. And I'm sure a lot of people go through worse. Than like, we worse. That's why we're just grateful that, like Hayley said, for your strong personality. Imagine if for I your mental strength. That. Your mental strength. It's mm. mental strength. It's really mental strength, my dear. I swear it is. Because I, <laughs> I say people are walking around without empathy. They lack fucking empathy. Like, they can't relate to your emotional whatever you're going through. can say, oh, I'm bleeding, I'm dying. And they just walk past you like, mm-hmm. they're cold-hearted, like mm-hmm. cold, locked up. They've thrown away their emotion. Why? It's just because of all this. I mean, it's crazy. But right now, I, I, I do not, I do not hold anyone so tight. I'm just being honest. Me, I, I just told myself here, yeah, like no matter what, you can't keep grudges. And I'm not I, keeping I'm saying grudges. This, I'm just not holding anyone. And I'm saying so this tight. to every other person that's listening. I mean, whatever it is, whatever, whoever, you can't keep that. It's too, it's too heavy to keep inside. The I truth is, the truth is, no matter who hurts you, just be like, the truth for is, for your own mental health, let it go. The truth Tell is, the truth like, is, letting it go. The truth is, I'm not going to change who I am. I'm loving, I'm caring, mm-hmm. I care for my friends, I care for my loved ones. I'm not going to change that. Nothing is going to change. Whatever it is I've gone through in life is not going to change that. But I only have control over 
myself i do not have control over any other person mm. so i can't force it if you're if you if you want to hold on to me tight i'll hold on to you but if you do not want to hold on to me i'm not going to <laughs> i'm not going to force you i don't know if you get me yeah. already in my life i have like very important people that you know we're not even there from the beginning yeah. so i'm used to being neglected i'm used to being detached i'm used to not having the attention (laughs) you get me i'm used to it what (laughs) so how do you feel when people not start giving you the attention when they start giving it to me when they start giving to me i'm like okay you know leos generally they like attention so i'm like okay but funny enough we are here for that (laughs) (laughs) but the truth is i'm not going to force anyone to hold on to me so tight if you hold on to me tight you know what you'll be gaining you yeah. know, as a Leoprin and I am. Do you know do you know all this happens to boys too? Of course it does. Like this is not like a girl thing. Yeah, it's just that theirs is very difficult to come out and talk about. Because you know the society had a million stories. The society is always their auntie oh or goodness. their neighbors, mostly neighbors, and their, their and their mature <laughs> neighbor aunties that are like in their thirties or their house girls or their house help. Yeah. Oh my god. Boys have their stories too. I mean, that's why they are the way they are too. Sometimes with girls sexually, see some guys it's just like they don't even want no emotion when they're mm-hmm. having sex. They just want some rough eyes. I mean, that works. <laughs> but, like, my point is, you can see, like, they're blank, emotionless, mm-hmm. yeah. no empathy, nothing. They don't know what you mean by kiss me and, or love. and give me that whole lovey-dovey shit. They just, if they're going to sleep, you just pop, pop, and they're just walking out. And you're just like, why is that guy like that? And there's always a backstory. Mm-hmm. It's always he was abused always yeah, like i, like, I try my abused. best to just try to find out like why is this guy this way like sexually why is this guy this way lots of and then them just like oh this makes a lot of sense that auntie kept using you mm-hmm. and you were tired and even when you're tired she will continue she wants to so you just have to start liking it and that's why you like it so much and that's why you're now a sex freak i mean nymphos now most of them have maniacs still relating to being mm-hmm. abused i mean <laughs> they just feel like, oh, it's just something they have to do because they've already said doing it forever. So, mm-hmm. like, how would they survive without it? <laughs> it's like helping them cope. It's not like a coping. The people coping that have been abused, they just keep on being abused. It's very hard to break the, do you get the chain or whatever that whole. It's very hard to cut off, cut out of that abusive pattern because, like, mentally you're just used to it. It's just like. Oh now at least I know how to handle myself mm-hmm. if I get abused. Like uh-huh. that's acceptable. Do you get so like it's so Some hard. Some of to them even... even go on to abuse other people. Yes, because like they don't know any other way. Mm-hmm. And this is why I try to tell myself like when I see people act that way, because I've seen a lot. <laughs> a whole lot so like when i just see some very toxic behaviors sometimes i just try to investigate and i try to say one or two things to like make it better but if you're not about to snap out of it and correct some things that i mean be willing to even make that first step to change like if someone says oh you're really toxic like instead of being all defensive try to and, change like, say what do you mean you're the toxic one because that's the first thing they do when you say you're toxic mm-hmm. they just hit you back you too because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they don't want you to say what is what their problem is what they're is just real? like in denial mm-hmm. so they're just on their toes ready to be defensive like if you just say oh baby you, i think you the way you do this 
they come for you. What do you mean by that? That's still abuse right there. Yeah. But like, this is what I'm trying to say. You don't have to be like this. You can just talk to me. Like, we don't always have to say in if I don't know, in an angry way. We don't have to fight over little things. I understand you have your own abusive past and <laughs> maybe they really dealt with you. Dealt with you. <laughs> I understand, my love, but like, turn that shit down. Yeah. So like, this is the reality of relationships. Like, this is how deep it is, down to your relationships. Like, there, was love even, there was even one time a girl came on social media and then she said she didn't grow up in, she didn't grow up in an affectionate yeah. family that the family was not was not full of affection so mm. she does not know how to be affectionate okay, that's some bullshit yeah you See, can train yourself so to many be. things i was just about to say that like so many things like i do today i didn't learn them from home i mean who taught you how to do doggy style what's doggy style <laughs> No, you're just moving mad. <laughs> like, who taught nah, you missionary? Nah, Do you know, should I tell you that I learned that thing from my home? Daddy, mommy, sorry if you're hearing <laughs> me. Oh, like, I swear to God, like, this... My goodness. This, I learned that shit in the home. Yeah, they left some... But some porn, so- they left some porn DVD in the, in the whatever player. I mean, they brought light. And I just went and they're playing and I removed but some, not it. Everyone, I removed it. Not everyone, not everyone learned I knew home. what it was there. He said, yes. Some girls didn't uh-uh. know. Don't so, worry. she that she's saying, okay, I can't be affectionate because... At home, I wasn't. I was on someone's I, I phone. Then the house. <laughs> that that was you. Uh uh-uh. uh. But most girls, like who taught you? They learned on the job. <laughs> on the job. <laughs> so Stay teach yourself. Stay work on Teach yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Teach yourself how to come out from mm-hmm. whatever trauma it is no. that you've gone you just through have in the to past. Do that. You just have to help yourself. Because like, nobody's going to help you. I mean, people are there to help you, professionals. But like, let's be honest, whatever you've gone through, whatever you've been through, it's just sticking. No. <laughs> it's sticking. It's sticking. I mean, there's going to be a lot of cropping. That's why. There's going to be a lot of cropping. So it might end up being too short. So we're talking forever, Don't worry. There's going to be a lot of cropping. <laughs> because of mistakes and this kind of conversations. It's making it look long. Okay. We just came to distract my life. See, 38 minutes still with it for long. Long. Thank God. Then they crop. I'm only 10 minutes. want to talk again. Show me 30 want to talk again. I don't talk finish. <laughs> what do you do say you talk? I don't talk finish now. No, no. Say something. Say something. Share a story. I've shared all my stories. about childhood. I've shared all my stories. It has to be about childhood. can be a recent story. <laughs> I don't have any recent abusive story. <laughs> okay. I don't want to hear more abuse right now. <laughs> okay, let me just ask this some kind of... So there are some... There are some... There are some people who are still being abused as adults. I think we already trashed that. So people are in a forever with you and they're being abused. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that you you love someone and then you're going on a lifetime journey with I them mean, and I know they're you abusing say. you. Mm-hmm. And you can't even you can't even come out to see anything because like it's going to be a dent on your marriage or whatever yeah, it that's is. That's some bullshit. Like so many married people I know, mm-hmm. like and they're not even happy. Mm-hmm. So why can't you just help Leave. yourself? Mm-hmm. I feel like that should be our priorities. Mm-hmm. Like if you're finding a life partner, I feel like the first thing you should think of is 
am I going to be happy for a long term? Yeah, is this going to actually make me happy long term? Like you have to consider other things, but I feel like you also have to consider your happiness. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to wake up tomorrow and it's like I wish I did not. Mm-hmm. You don't need that energy, so you need to pick the right. You have to be. That's prepared. why so many people can't even stick in their marriages because they did not settle for the right people. They just felt a wave of love, maybe, <laughs> and that's like mostly infatuation. infatuation. Yeah, those yeah. be like some intense love. And say, I mm. must marry her. I must marry her. And just get married. <laughs> I'm like, oh my head, this girl. You did not even care to find out if you hate or love. You just felt some buzz and butterflies and what? Just like Shisha High. Exactly, perfect description. <laughs> just like two seconds, and the next thing is like, what was that? Like, like who's this? <laughs> Oh, no, I know that I hate you, Sha. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Like, adults that are trying to correct whatever they've been through, I feel like those ones deserve, like, some kind of special applause. Because <laughs> it's not even easy trying to re-remold re- your life. Like, mm-hmm. recreate everything on your own. Because these things are laid down. Mm-hmm. This is how these people behave. People that they've done this to. People that they shouted at. People that they flogged. They all have how they to behave. People that... Do you get it? Mm-hmm. So when you, you don't act, you don't fall into that category. When you don't fall into that whole... It's just like, why is this girl... Are you sure she was... That's why some people don't even believe in some girls say, Oh, I was molested. Or I was, I was raped. raped. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, you, you yeah. like enjoyment. You like to go out. But that's actually the... That's actually what the cover saying? up. Yeah. Some girls are very outgoing and they look Do very you know some bad. girls that are very outgoing, they still rape them. And of because course. they are outgoing now, nobody, nobody wants to Nobody, yeah. Them. Like, you, you, you can watch used to wear. Mm-hmm. Like, I hear these kind of things. I'm like, we can't say that. Mm-hmm. Trust me, a lot of people that come out and they're so happy, goofy. I'm more concerned about those people. Because when they're really sad, you won't know. I Nobody's swear. going to know. You look like, ah, this she, she must be fine. Or when, <laughs> when, when it's a pretty girl, uh-uh. And I hate the part where... I'm like, ah, you're a fine girl now. You're not you, supposed you, to be sad. Like, you're, you're not even supposed you to be broke. No. How oh. many fine girls have you given? Personally like, given me. Like, oh, you're so fine. Have this. Do you understand <laughs> me? So they be like, ah, uh-uh, you're a fine girl. This cannot happen hmm. to you. You're a fine girl. You cannot yeah, be Even broke. when you you're say you're sad, leave that broke. That broke is normal whining. Even when you say you're sad, they say, ah, what can be your problem? Yeah, you are fine. You know, you are you fine. Know? Like, it's even those ones I think are okay because they are fine. Those mm-hmm. might be the ones that are really not okay. Of course. Do you understand? Like, of course. Fine girl, fine girl. She might even be going through emotional you get? traumas. Uh-uh. And... So, those ones, they even have it harder. Mm-hmm. We have it harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not those ones. <laughs> we really have it harder. Imagine today now, we're just like going to buy booze to just come and record this whole you session. Know. And somebody's like, hey, girls. Like, who are you calling? Me or her? And the guy's like, anyone. anyone is available. Anyone is available. Can you imagine that? Like, okay, sir, coming through. Like, like Tim Amanda would are you say. you fucking mad? Like, Tim Amanda would say, we, we shrink girls. Because <laughs> we shrink girls. <laughs> we shrink. He, he shrinked us, practically. Literally. Any, anyone that is available. Physically and mentally shrinked us. He shrinked us. Like, then, then anyone now that can come. Just come Can forward. you imagine? And there's someone who now really walks to your car. Like, mm-hmm. Hello, sir. I'm going to say, Available, do you not want to stick it? <laughs> it must be high. Like women, we just I don't know, we have it worse. Well, I mean, guys to have it very hard. Let me not even start to sound like yeah. they are not going through their own. I mean, some other time I'm just going to have like a guy 
share something story. yeah something deep like abusive stuff deep deep but that's enough stories about me for one day <laughs> i guess so anyone out there that's going through one or two please just remember that you're not alone you're not alone a lot of us are going through stuff and we're just and trying, all trying to, to be good trying exactly. to be better we're just trying to navigate our mm-hmm. our way through life and if you know anyone who is maltreating a child you know anyone who is abusing a child please don't hesitate to report. those early years are very very, very important. important please like don't hesitate no, to report this, those early you... years mold you they make you who you are please everybody should just be on the lookout watch out for abuse like in kids abuse in families mm-hmm. like these things are happening like real life happening in front of our eyes mm-hmm. just take the time to no, look no. Like try, try to look closely. And if you're the abuser, it's not too late to unlearn to it. To change, you know. <laughs> Don't come at the abuser with aggression. Let's <laughs> <laughs> like, try to change. Okay, please. Let's just take it easy, please. Please, please try change. your best. Change. Calm down. Stop slapping your kids. Stop flogging them aggressively. Discipline them thoughtfully. See, there are so many ways you can discipline your kids. There are so many ways. You need to be there physically for them. You kids have to give them that. attention, yeah. See, kids need that. Oh my God, this guy is an alcoholic. He just distracted <laughs> me. Try to drop out the last freaking drop from the last... Oh my God, no. Don't I'm going to get you another now. one. No, no, no. <laughs> Cheers to your empty glass. Yes. <laughs> okay, guys, please. Like I was saying, abuser, dear abuser. Dear abuser. <laughs> dear abuser, please. Stop shouting at your girlfriend unnecessarily. Stop hitting her. Stop slapping her. And you, auntie, stop slapping your guy. Small thing, you, you slap don't slap him. him. Small thing. I know they beat you when you're small. You don't <laughs> have to keep slapping him. Small thing. He's not the cause. <laughs> Nobody slap you. He did not hit you. Small thing. He's broken his, his, his television. His television, his phone, everything. His, all his, his car, glass. His screen. Uh-uh. Calm down. He's not, not the, the only one, one. safe. We are, all, we are all in this together. <laughs> we are all in this together. But this is supposed to be a deep shit. Deep, I deep, mean, it's deep, deep but not Nigeria is all cruise. This mm-hmm. is what we do. Mm-hmm. This is what I was just telling you today. Yeah. You, like, this is what keeps us going in Nigeria. Like, you have to be open minded. Mm-hmm. If you want to be all stuck up and shit, you're just gonna die. Like, right there <laughs> in the freaking streets. They're gonna shoot you. <laughs> the streets is going to kill you. Come out and laugh, oh God. Okay, laugh about right, your they problem. You, they slapped you, they kicked you. What? They maltreated you. You want to be crying every day. No. When you wake up. No As much as hard like this, this economy. No way. Go try and laugh. Oh. We move. <laughs> we move, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we freaking move. So, guys, on that note, please. You can do better. I know it's hard. You know, it comes like impulse. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, you just. They don't sometimes they say it. I've talked to someone before that used to beat someone. Like she was like, I should help her talk to the guy. So this is just me and him. We what just did like, you say? He's not telling me how it's not him doing it. It's who? How he never plans to hit her ever in his life. Oh, she has fear. <laughs> in his life, he has never plans to beat her. But before he knows, he, he should just say something that just really, really trigger him. Like, like she used to have something that she would just do. Like, you just feel so triggered. You just see himself doing. I'm like, no, when you're feeling so triggered, can you walk away? Like, when you're feeling so triggered, can you smash your own phone? No, just walk away. Can you do? Can you hit it's yourself? It's a thing that works for me. I don't know if it will work for the next person listening, but like, 
If they I say count one to hundred, no, I don't. Those numbering and shit doesn't work for me. But honestly, if I'm feeling like very very angry right now, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm literally about to explode, mm-hmm. all I do is I just take myself out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might get heated up mm-hmm. at first, but like I know when I'm about to actually get angry, angry, not my normal shouting because mm-hmm. i have a loud voice yeah. and i just look like oh i'm already angry but like mm-hmm. that's not my anger when my anger is creeping in i know it i just walk out immediately it just it feels like i'm always running away from a fight yeah it's a mental thing that mm-hmm. works so when you feel yourself being triggered to the point of wanting to hit someone that you know you really care about i feel like that's just when you bring in this my technique and just like walk out you, and just, you just tell yourself like oh no 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 i can't like hit her i love her so much she's annoying me at the moment or he's annoying me at the moment but I don't want to hurt you because I know hitting you would hurt you. Just like that. <laughs> anyway, this is like a very, very interesting topic to talk about. I don't know. I feel like there's so much more we could say. Mm-hmm. I feel like it goes on and on. And my stories never end, by the way. So get ready for stories upon stories upon stories upon stories. Anyway, um, guys, this has been fun. I need to hear your feedback tell me i'm going to drop a link so i want you guys to tell me what you want us to talk about and how just tell me what you want us to talk about and give me any ideas you have topics whatever you want us to discuss on this podcast just tell me there's a spot for you here (laughs) there's a place for you here Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's a place for you in my heart and trust me it was nice (laughs) coming on your podcast thank you so much for coming my love this was fun this was very very i don't know (laughs) it was worth it yeah it was it is it will be (laughs) and i hope this gets to the right people and you know just make someone somewhere just realize like okay someone is saying this out here someone is owning this maybe i should own mine maybe i should just not let it define me maybe Mm -hmm. i should just you know okay guys thank you so much love you